me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this, the man who's about to bleed out from his gaping leg wound, Jason. Hello. So, uh, this was a return to form for Gotham. Yeah, finally. I I was actually really pleased. Yeah, I mean, at some point I wondered if I was watching the same show that I was the week before. It did seem a little, like, aside from Gordon just being... (laughs) Just tripping over his own testicles at every step of the way. <laughs> this episode seemed like it was a, really a different show I, than they've done in a couple, in two or three weeks, probably. Yeah, uh, yeah, actually, about I think probably four weeks ago, three. Yeah, about that time was when I really felt this good about the show again. Those last, yeah, those, those um, last couple weeks of episodes were just a little bit of a. It was a slope downwards, and then it felt like we just hit the ground when Barbara was on screen that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, um. So I guess Alfred is not so happy with Silver St. Cloud anymore. No, not at all. <laughs> and by the way, in reference to Gordon's bollocks, um, I, I'm fine with him tripping over those things all episode. Like I really do. I love I love Lee and the show. I like them. I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. But if I get like dark Gordon all the time and I have to sacrifice their relationship for it, I can deal with that. Well, yeah, I can deal with it too. You know. I, I kind of want her with Alfred anyway, taking care of Bruce. It's kind of yeah. where I want that to go. Yeah, and they were kind of fun. I mean, I, I what was the line about um, if you want to make me your jailer, or if you need a jailer, I'll be a jailer, or something like that? Oh, um, I don't remember the line now. <laughs> oh, that's from, oh, yeah, Alfred. If and you Bruce. force me to be uh, your jailer, then that's what I'll be. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I, I that was good. Yeah, I really did enjoy I, that. I do like when I do like when Alfred becomes a badass. Even if it's just you know telling Bruce to that to keep his his shit cool, like it whatever it is. I mean, yeah, we love it when Alfred actually gets out, gets to get out there and get physical, you know, with some actual adults, mix it up a little bit. But there's enough machismo in the room with just him and that kid. Mm-hmm. You can kind of watch that all day. And he's yeah. he's totally no. right too. Like it, it, she is bad news. She's at this point her name is attached to the guy that just got elected mayor and then arrested for <laughs> torturing the previous mayor. Um, yeah. she is not a name that needs to be connected to Wayne right now. He is right. perfectly aware of that. It doesn't matter what, like, even if, even if that was the name of the, the person who killed his parents in that file, Alfred's, I think Alfred's on point here. Like that is, it's not worth it. Yeah. You'll hurt your parents' and, legacy more by being attached to this family right now than you will by letting the murderer go free. <laughs> and she's over here trying to like slip keys into his pocket. Right. <laughs> Alfred having none of that shit. Right. 
Oh man, such a good guy. He's a clever old cat. I love, I, I love Alfred, man. Um, so uh, I really like that Theo Gallivan uh, said that he was going to slit his sister's throat if she did, disobeys him again. I did like that. I kind of like. <laughs> she even looked taken aback by it. She was like, "Oh." She didn't look happy. Yeah. But I mean, whatever it was that um, it sounded like whatever it was he's doing, he kind of planned on having to go to jail for a second. Yeah. He's pulling a Heath Ledger Joker. Well, I mean, it looked like he was prepared for that contingency. Right. Actually, that's an argument we had with the Dark Knight over and over again, was do we think Joker prepared for a contingency or prepared to be arrested? Specifically for that, right. yeah. We didn't know if that was part of the backup plan or part of the original plan. Or, and we went through a lot of headcanon trying to trying to decide. and Eventually decided well, that the movie didn't do a, per, a, perfect, a completely good job of telling us itself. Right. Which, and, you know, when, when Gordon comes in last episode and arrests him, he does look surprised. He does a little bit. He also, you know, had a fist in his face for a second. Right. So. I even liked how he took a punch, though. Like, he, I mean, that's a full, that's a right hook. Like, overhead almost, right hook. That's a punch. And mm. uh, he takes it, you know, nose bleeding, and he kind of just asks, hey, what's the charge? Yeah. I thought he held him there with a pretty good amount of a plum for. Yeah. Now, we were, uh, when, when they mentioned this guy showing up on. Um, Showing up on the on Gotham, and they described this character. <laughs> we were both a little worried, but Eduardo Flamingo wound up being kind of a lot of fun. He, he was. I never got over that stupid little strand of hair, <laughs> and I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't stop myself the entire time I'm looking at him from thinking, "Wouldn't this be better if it was played by Luis Guzman?" Mm. What do you think? No, I think there's no no difference really. No difference. No, I can't imagine any any real. I can't imagine any choice. <laughs> that would have been different. Right. I think that may be it, though. Maybe that's why that was. It just looked like a younger kind of... Uh, like if I had cast Guzman in late, the late 70s, early 80s, this is pretty much what he would have done with it. I mean, it's pretty much what he would have done with it now. Now, yeah, just be a little bigger. Save for, you know, stretching his testicles out somewhere and making us watch them. <laughs> I mean... That was pretty bad. I, look, I I love the fight I scene. Swear to God, it feels like it feels like that dude's always got his balls out. I don't know why. I, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, is that like when people say that they they feel like Tom Hanks is always peeing? Is that kind of what you? Yeah, yeah. I think it was really just one movie, but it, it was so memorable. But it feels like you've just been watching Tom Hanks piss for like your whole lifetime. Right, right. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm certain. Uh, <laughs> this guy's got like chains with barbed wires and shit on it, or barbs on on chains and it didn't look pleasant God, he's a, it didn't look friendly he's a cannibal yeah and he's a cannibal and he's just got like some dude's lower half burning in a fireplace yeah all right just just for ambiance it seemed like <laughs> yeah. i mean the dude was clothed like what are you gonna do eat that later <laughs> oh. speaking of uh of um eduardo he, he's a hired killer and he was hired by um by the lady mm-hmm. how do you feel about her this so far, she's only been in this one episode. Is she going to be in more um, episodes? By the way, I couldn't tell. I I, th- I believe so. Yeah, one uh, Michelle Gomez. Yeah, one article said it, uh, it kind of made it sound like a one-off, and another one kind of made it sound like it was a one-off that they're leaving open for later if they need to. That's how it felt. Like, I don't know if we're going to see her immediately. I mean, this was two oh nine. I don't know if we're going to see her pop up in two ten here. Of course, mm-hmm. it, like next week's the mid-season finale, right? So or the fall finale at least. Um, I think we're, we're pretty, surely we're going to cons- like consolidate down to the storylines we've already got going, mm-hmm. not really start pulling in whole genres of killer. But I kind of I, I dig I dug her. Um, I like the little stop in the uh, dice at the craps table. That was a pretty good power move. Mm-hmm. 
It was good. She carries herself well. She's always got like this uh, creepy. Something about her eyes are are so intense. Uh, it, I, I don't know. She she she's always off putting somehow. She always looks to me like she could very happily um, wear several Dalmatians as a as a coat. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and they wouldn't even be like the bad ones. <laughs> the ones nearest her. So, like, she could hand me a check for a thousand dollars, and I would believe it, or she could bite my ear off, and I would believe it. Sure. So, what'd you think of Eddie? Kind of still loving Eddie. Yeah. I like that we're not going to toy around with this whole Willie won't he commit thing. Nope. He's he's on board. Mm. He's a yep. killer now. Nope. He's a he's a murderer. And he 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 just uh, felt so good about it. Now I was a little annoyed. Uh, you know, delighted, but a little annoyed with his interaction with Cobblepot. Up until like I was just mainly annoyed with with Oswald just being like, dude, get out of bed. You sack of shit. Stop crying about your mom. Yeah. I mean, it made me feel a little bit better, because I thought he was just moping for a second, and then when he keeps getting up and, mm-hmm. and passing out, I mean, okay, he's physically unwell. That Okay, that helps a little. Yeah. But but at the end there, when he when he puts the knife to Edward's throat, and but Edward's like, you know, you, you are a man with nothing to lose now. You have nothing you care about. You're more powerful than ever. Right. Ooh. It was good, and that that switch gets snap. I guess that that switch gets uh, gets hit in Penguin's head, and you can see it. The cogs turning suddenly. And he was oh, like, man. "This is what it's we good. were hoping for for weeks now." I mean, this is what like I've I've been saying this since like episode four of this season. You have done nothing but have your most brutal character cry about his mom. When can she go away so I can see him be the brutal motherfucker we loved last season? The yep. tuna sandwich stealing motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they did bring back the, the they sandwich did. stealing. They did, and I hoped it was a, a, a sign of times to come. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, this oh. is exactly what I wanted. And it, it, Eddie did a great job of that speech, too. Yeah, he did. He looked menacing. It was authoritative. It was the uh, it was the cool it was the cool guy we wanted. Yeah. How much did you like the dude who tried to kill Gordon with the piano wire? Very much. Very much. I, I, I really enjoyed him. I kind of I looked at him and thought, well, I guess Portland has to have assassins, too. <laughs> Even there, there's a uh, the homicide rate, right? Yeah, I, I yeah, I would assume. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the. I I really enjoyed uh, Gordon and and, uh, and Barnes in this episode. I enjoyed that Eduardo killed that uh, Parker, whatever her name was, um, that other police officer. Yeah, didn't you know she was doomed? Like the moment she smiled. Oh, they had another moment where like uh, Penguin just kind of chuckles at Edward's kill count. Mm-hmm. How many have you killed? Well, three. He just smirks at him. Yeah. Yeah, popping back over to the uh, who was it the, the the cannibal and the uh, and Jerome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, what what is with this show and cannibalism? I don't know. I was wondering that myself. Surely that's. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Gotham can only like they can think of two really bad things: incest and cannibalism. Yeah, so they just keep doing that, <laughs> and occasionally bestiality, but <laughs> right standards won't let them. You can have it off screen for a second. Right. And Bullock react poorly. <laughs> oh, I, I, I meant to ask you about this guy. And it could mm-hmm. just be me. It could just be that I was, you know, you're in the context of, of a Batman-ish world. But did one of the assassins that she sends on that second trip look a whole hell of a lot like Christian Bale? Hmm. Just go back and look when you get a chance. I think I was too distracted by their weird hair. Well, yeah, well part of what the hair is, part of the hair is what got me, man. It's the guy that, um, uh, the... The, the rookie um, kills. The one that she like completely unloads her clip on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just saw a torso flailing. I, I... 
He actually, it's he looks he he just he looked like him when he uh, when she stops the dice at the crap table and everyone looks up. There was a moment where it was like, "What the hell is he doing here?" Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, um, if if this episode is is what we've got to look forward to, I'm on board. I'm really on board. Yeah. This if we're gonna do more of this, it fixed a lot of the you know problems we were having, didn't it? Uh, it this is. We we were bored with yeah. where Penguin was going. He seems like he might be going somewhere now. We've committed to Edward being a uh, one way or the other. We're not doing the the psychotic mm-hmm. break portion of the show, which you weren't really enjoying at all. By the way, no more mirror talk yeah. yet. I know. I every every yeah, episode I brace because I'm like, oh man, Dave's gonna hate it so much if they do that mirror talk. I I don't mind it if they don't do the mirror. Right. It's it's just <laughs> that they use that gimmick and uh, right. It's, yeah. That I understood. I really did. Um. Um. Now, the one thing I really had a big problem with in this episode mm-hmm. is um, <laughs> the uh, religious sect of, of St. Dumas shows up. The Order of St. Stabby Stabby? <laughs> yes. They they all like crowd around this security guard, this poor security right. guard. And they're all just like moving their arm. It has to have been, they had to have been the same guys. They had to have been the same Stabby Stabby guys. <laughs> like, well, there's only one of them not left. Not in character. Not in character, but they had oh, to have used like the they same actors. The same actors on. Yeah, because like they had the same stupid stabby motion. Right, where it's just like very straight, like fluid motion of stabby, 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 stabby. Right. Yeah, like the the kind of motion Hitchcock would have never allowed. Wouldn't be real enough. Yes, exactly. And he was real. He was he was for, uh, that was why his films were as good as they were. Especially the death scenes was like when you strangle a guy, he wanted you to have to really strangle. Like it takes a minute to physically kill another human being it's not that easy people fight yeah now i'm gonna say this and i think it'll open up your brain on on where you've seen this stabby stabby before mm. this looks like beavis and butthead are stabbing someone oh god oh god they do they look like poorly animated mike judge characters they do they're like <laughs> stabby, <laughs> stabby. <laughs> it's awful and it seemed unnecessary. Like i know you know like they could have just put on their cloaks just put on their hoods and walked right past the security guard what is he gonna do shoot all of them you didn't yeah, have right. to kill that guy. Probably doesn't even have a gun. Really doesn't. Probably has a. He probably has a club. He's got like a taser. I will bet you know. It's probably made of rubber. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever bothered making a rubber taser. Wait, what? No, I mean the Billy Club. Oh, thank God. <laughs> the club. But say why? In what world would you invent a rubber taser? The taser uh, is made of soap and doesn't actually work. Right. <laughs> they gave it to him so he'd feel safer on his patrols. <laughs> He's never had to use it, so we still don't know. Uh, well, he's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else uh, on uh, episode nine? Bitter pill to swallow. Uh. Well, yeah. Um. We they went back to buddy cop a little bit, and I, I thought they absolutely fucking nailed it. Gordon and Barnes mm-hmm. was just as fun as Gordon and Bullock have been sometimes. Yeah, I I'm really happy that you're on board with Barnes. Actually, I, I, I stated up front it was going to be an uphill fight, but I also said I'd admit when I was wrong. I'm wrong. He's great. Let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, with this show, you never know, though. Like, because. Yeah, I could be right any second now. I was now, like, but... hey, right. You could be right any second now. I I, I like Michael Chiklis. I, I don't love him. Right. I don't, you know, have a uh, you know, deep seated, you know, fondness for the man. I do. I've enjoyed him at times. <laughs> He, I just, oh man, I mean, um, I don't know. I, 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 they, they did a great job together. They, they had a touching couple of they, scenes. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed getting a little bit of insight into Barnes's world. 
thought it was a little on the nose when he puts the gun in Eduardo's mouth later, but... Oh, it was. It was totally on the nose. But how great was that speech that Barnes gave? Pretty great. Like, okay, all right. There is no line. Right on. Yeah, I mean, he he lives in gray. But, you know, the only thing that pulled me back on Gordon putting the gun in Eduardo's mouth... Because I did. At first, I was like, oh, God, you're going to put it in his mouth. Oh, you dudes. <laughs> but the thing that pulled me back, though, was actually a line from Scream. Really? Yeah, because we've been dealing with Gordon, like, going closer to the edge. Yeah. And it made me think of this line from Scream where it was like, uh, I can't remember exactly what the line was, but it's basically that the concept was uh, scary movies don't make people into serial killers. They just give serial killers an imagination. <laughs> or something, or inspire them, or something like that, or they just they just inspire serial killers to be more creative. Yeah, <laughs> basically that idea. So I'm just thinking, like, okay, Gordon's just a plagiarist, a murderous plagiarist. <laughs> of course he is. He's like, that actually sounded pretty good. Click. Damn it, Gordon! You took the wrong thing from. Oh uh, yeah, he'll so. get there. Uh, and then, but I, I, something that where it bothered me a little bit. It's it's something they can't. Sometimes you can't fix something, and it's always going to mm-hmm. be a flaw. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I mean, it, but it's. So I hate even saying it, but wouldn't Gordon call Bullock? Wouldn't he be like the first call he made after dispatch? Like he calls calls for an EMT, calls for backup, mm-hmm. immediately calls Bullock. That depends. Is Bullock still on the force? Uh yeah, yeah, he's still in good shape right now. Because, I mean, last I heard he was fired, and then Barnes was like, come on. So they had to go check out the thing, but you know, knowing Barnes, he could have still been like, you still disobeyed my orders, get the hell out. Yeah, but he wasn't even the hell out then. Like In that scene, Bullock, I think, was sitting at his desk at the precinct when he has that epiphany. Yeah, I know, he just wouldn't go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're talking about a guy who like kicked people well, out on the first in. day. I assume they had at least kind of come to terms about, okay, well, I'm not really going to fire you, but... But yeah, well, when he walks back in, he goes, what the hell are you still doing here? <laughs> I said leave. I just assumed they had kind of patched it up, man. I really did. Like, I, I thought it was going to be one of those kind of, uh, they had a fight, <sighs> Bullock didn't really go home. Okay, I'm not really going to press it. Well, Gotham is one of those shows where like the writers will do a thing and then reverse it or seemingly reverse it, but never actually tell you what happened. And then like later on, we are like, hey, I thought he was fired. They're like, no, we did you not? No, he's fine. Or... You know, we're like, well, where's Bullock? Why couldn't he call him? Dude, he was fired. Don't you remember? Barnes told him he was fired. Yeah, but he helped him out on that case. Well, that doesn't mean that he's still not fired. It just means he helped him out. I, you know, The honestly, you know, not to nitpick each scene, the major reason I didn't think that Bullock was fired is because that would have been a huge scene between Bullock and Gordon. There, they should, there should be a coda. Yeah, unless the show, like, as it tends to do, got lost in itself and didn't know where the hell he was, where the hell anybody was. And just decided that we already knew this. Accidentally filmed a bunch of Barbara instead and thought, oh God, what have we done? I, I mean, don't know, throw it together show, into an episode. The show just forgot to show us how Fish Mooney got better. I mean, <laughs> we covered that. I don't know, man. The Magic Bedazzling Machine. Uh, oh, of course. The Magic Okay, yeah. yeah we right. covered that. You're right. She she had the uh, one of the doctors pluck out all the shrapnel from the, uh, mm-hmm. the bullet exploding and plaster it to the side of her head. And mm-hmm. somehow she gained its power. I don't think that's how science works. I'm almost sure it's not, but it's at least as good a description as I got out of the show. All right, well. Anything else? Um, no. One line I did really like. Um, I actually wrote this one down. Uh, getting an info out of a girl like that requires a level of deception that you do not yet possess, Master Bruce. 
That was a good line. I enjoyed that. That was I a did. damn fun line. Every time we go back to them, it's it's back to the home, back to the well of, you know, this was supposed to be a show about how we get Batman. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also a show about Gordon being a badass while there's no Batman, but still. Yeah. We are DC on screen. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. And on DCOnScreen.com. We are a part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Next week, we'll be coming back with episode 10 of Gotham, The Son of Gotham. That sounds pretty cool. Kind of does. I don't know what it means. It's going to mean more of the Bruce. order stuff, unfortunately, for you. Well, I hopefully it'll mean more of Alfred and Bruce as well, though. Yeah, I'm. You know, maybe it'll head off the Galavan line, the St. Dumas line, the Wayne thing. Maybe that'll mm-hmm. head off a little bit, because, I, I, you know, I know you weren't looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, well, part of it I'm not looking forward to, and part of it I am. I, I'm, I'm torn, man. It's a show that does that to you. This damn show. It's not your fault. This damn show. <laughs> if you'd like a similar podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, go check out our buddies Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall over at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast or mcucast.com. Um, we, we've got a lot more episodes uh, coming up this week. We were reviewing uh, Supergirl 205 Livewire. We're also reviewing a new Flash and a new Arrow Guerrilla Warfare and uh, what was what was what was the Arrow episode called? I don't even remember. It Brotherhood. was something. Brotherhood. 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 That's right. So we're talking about those episodes. That's the one name next. I remembered. You picked a good one to forget. I know. That's, that's why we work so well together. Hey. Neurons, man. They're, our neurons are in sync. That's beware, world. <laughs> we might make up one person. Mm-hmm. With our terrible brains. Anyway, until next episode, keep some DC on your screen. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you fifteen percent or more." But we never got to use it. Because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it, because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico, because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.